0: Canada's power couple, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Sophie Grégoire Trudeau announced they're officially separating after 18 years of marriage. This makes Justin Trudeau only the second Prime Minister whose marriage has ended in office after his father Pierre. I'm Dave Breckenridge and this is 10-3. National Post political reporter Ryan Tumulty joins me to discuss the announcement, why it's caught the attention of so many Canadians and whether it has any political ramifications for the PM. Don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about the show. So Ryan, this slow summer news season got a bit of a jolt this week with the surprise announcement on August 2nd by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife Sophie Gregoire Trudeau that they are separating, that their marriage of 18 years is is coming to an end. How did they make this announcement and what did their announcement say?
1: You know, the, the the news started, I would say, to trickle out around Ottawa, around the rumor mill that is this town sometimes, uh, sort of late Tuesday into Wednesday. Um, but the formal announcement came Wednesday at about noon. Uh, they made it on their Instagram pages, um, and both of them essentially posted the same message, which was that they were going through a separation, that they intended to continue co-parenting their uh, three kids, and that uh, you know they were asking, I guess, for a little bit of privacy uh, while they work through this. I mean, you know, it's a tragedy. It's um, it's an 18 year marriage. It's a family that is going to be going through some uh, real. A real mess for a while, I'm sure, all with the layer of him being the Prime Minister of Canada layered over all top of this.
0: For those who don't know much about the couple's backstory, I mean, the Prime Minister has been a high profile person since he he was a child, but they kind of came together in part because of their their public profile. So those those who don't know a lot about the couple and their their history, how did they meet?
1: Yeah, they met. uh, They apparently co-hosted a a charity event together back in 2003. Um, You know, she was a entertainment reporter at the time, a television reporter focusing on, you know, movies and television and celebrity and quite well known. And of course he was the son of a former prime minister. So he was very well known, especially in Montreal and lent his, um, self to a lot of charity events during that time. And this is how they met, you know, they met at that event. It led to like a lot of stories It led to a couple of dates and before long they were married.
0: For those who've been following the prime minister's political career, Sophie has been kind of a key part of this very public image. The PM had crafted for himself, including appearances at events and on official trips. And while there's no official first lady role in Canada. How did Sophie fit in with the prime minister and his work? And did she have her own work or her own role separate from the prime minister?
1: You know, I didn't see her work as um as really sort of in necessarily integral to to the prime minister. Certainly she, you know, volunteered with some charities and did some work there. She definitely was there uh, for the big formal events, you know, the state dinners, uh, trips abroad. You know, as recently, I think, as May uh, for the coronation of the king, I know she was there with the prime minister. But a lot, like you said, there's no official role for a prime minister's spouse in this country. Um, So they tend to fade into the background. Lorraine Harper, you know, she volunteered with a bunch of charities here in Ottawa uh, and did the state dinners and things like that. But It's usually a much more understated role than, say, the the First Lady of the United States. We'll be right back.
0: And so Canadians have learned about the separation, um, but I think they may be curious, well, what happens now? Does Sophie continue to live at Rideau Cottage? Does she live elsewhere? How does... Do the kids go with her? Do they stay at Rito Cottage where they're under the protection of, I assume, RCMP security? How does what happens now with Sophie?
1: Yeah, so we've we've asked a lot of the, we asked a lot of those questions yesterday. Uh, what we heard back essentially is that she has moved out of Rito Cottage and gotten her own place nearby, uh, but will be a regular presence at Rito Cottage still uh, because the pair are apparently planning to co parent as much as possible. Um, You know, the prime minister and probably his kids really have to live at Rideau Cottage. That's that's just uh, one of those realities of uh, public life. It's a very secure building, a secure compound, uh, essentially. And so I think he has to keep living there. Uh, We've been told sort of the 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 prime minister spouse activities Those are going to fade away. She's not going to be at the state dinners anymore. She's not going to be traveling with the prime minister when he goes abroad to assorted events. Those things are going to change but I think the other parts of this, you know, they're just going to try to manage as a family, mm-hmm. which
0: I think is a very relatable, uh, I for many families who've gone through this, the, the managing, uh, part of it. I, as you mentioned the, the kind of the unofficial official role or her presence at state dinners or events will kind of fade away. I know in the past, uh, she's had access to staff, PMO staff and to manage calendars or speaking events or things like that. Does does that continue or does that kind of official unofficial status come to an end as well?
1: Yeah, we're told that does come to an end. So she's not going to have any access to PMO sort of staff to help her with uh, planning those events and speeches and things like that, which she has had some support for in the past. You know, I mean, compared to the, the apparatus around the prime minister, it sounds like the apparatus around his spouse has always been very small. And this dates back to, Uh, Before Prime Minister Trudeau, we were talking. You're talking about like one or two people at most ever helping, Um, whereas you know the prime minister has dozens and dozens. We're told that's going to come to an end now. The prime minister's family does have sort of personal staff, you know, at Rideau Cottage, uh, a chef um, and some other sort of people to manage the house, because while it's called Rideau Cottage, it is actually quite a large house. It's a 22 room mansion essentially so those staff apparently sophie is still going to have access to uh, and support from but her role as as the prime minister's spouse is coming to an end she is going to just be mostly focused that sounds like on on being a parent
0: yeah and i mean part of that is this idea that we've you know over the last few years we've seen very i guess public photos or or carefully crafted photos of the, the prime minister and his family on vacation every summer in August. And I can imagine for some sense of normalcy for the kids that they may still be going on a trip together. Is, is that something that's still taking place this year?
1: Yeah, that's, that is something we've been told the prime minister, like you say, normally takes this uh, vacation in early August that is going ahead next week. And apparently the whole family is going. So they are, like I said, they are managing this co-parenting thing that we know a lot of families, as you say, uh, have to manage.
0: Now, generally in political life in Canada, one's personal life is considered a private affair. I mean, there, there are rare occasions, like there. I can recall the relationship between uh, former Conservative Cabinet Minister Peter McKay and Belinda Stronach, who famously uh, crossed the floor from the Conservatives to the Liberals, and they had a very public relationship and also a very public breakup. Or another Prime Minister named Trudeau... Uh, Justin's father, Pierre, who, who also divorced while in public office. And, uh, that became a big story at the time. Why do you suppose there's a great public interest in this separation, even as both of the parties involved and even many pundits in Canada say they all deserve privacy?
1: Yeah. You know, I think, um, they are big public figures. Um, you know, you cannot be Prime Minister of Canada without putting your family in the spotlight, which is why a lot of people, frankly, pass on the opportunity, you know, among other reasons. I, I think there's there's going to be interest in this. There's going to be ongoing concern about what exactly happened. And I'm sure some people are going to be digging into those things. Uh, but mostly this does just seem like a family going through a rough spot. You know, uh, marriages are hard. And I think they become harder uh, when you are under a national spotlight for 18 years. You know, this was something that was under a lot of scrutiny this entire time. I think, you know, we, we've seen different things in Canada. I would say there are some exceptions to the rule. You talked about Peter McKay and Belinda Stronach. But, you know, uh, an incident that really sticks out to me is, of course, Mayor John Tory in Toronto. And that is when the threshold sort of crosses, when you talk about something that involves uh, their political office as much as it does involve their personal life, because of course John Tory came forward and said that he had had a relationship with someone who worked for him, and that sort of changes the dynamic a little bit. This doesn't seem to be that. What we are hearing, at least, is just that this is a separation. So I think there will be interest in this, and there will be attention in it. But I think overall, you know, the prime minister is still running a G seven country. He's still has a new cabinet and a foreign interference inquiry. Um, he still has a lot on his plate. And I think these questions are going to fade.
0: So at the end of the day, the the political may overtake the personal just because of the fact that there, there are many political issues that, that Justin Trudeau is facing right now.
1: Yeah, you know, I think as much as, um, you know, Canadians are definitely going to take away from this different things. It may change their impression of Justin Trudeau, uh, because certainly I think, you know, the fact that he was a family man with a wife and kids was really part of his image for sure, as it has been for most politicians with with families like that. But whether Justin Trudeau is separated or not, you know, doesn't affect whether or not you are uh, employed, whether or not the Canadian economy is going well, whether or not you can find a house at a reasonable cost. These are sort of the issues that Canadians worry about day to day. Um, and they don't really change if Justin Trudeau is, is with his wife or not. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a fair point.
1: Well, I, I know it's something
0: that a lot of Canadians may have questions about. We'll see if we get more information uh, about the separation of Justin and Sophie in the coming weeks. Ryan, thanks for your time. No problem. 10-3 is produced by Tyler Dawson. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Ryan Tumulty. More from him at nationalpost.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening.